Good morning, and uh, it's good to be back with you, and it looks like we're having some good weather at the moment, the sun's been shining. You might remember that last time we spoke I said, watch this space. You see, Peter has realised that the death and resurrection of Jesus was not just good news for the Jews, but that it was also for the non-Jews, the Gentiles. And he's heard that Gentiles are believing in Jesus. So he's thinking, how did this happen? Well, remember at the stoning of Stephen, how Paul at that time held the coats of his executioners. And after that, he set out in an official capacity to arrest anyone who was a follower of Jesus. So when we go back to that time, this caused many Christians to flee from Jerusalem. They were in fear of their lives, of being arrested and being put into jail. Now listen to what Dr. Luke tells us when he writes in the book of Acts. He says this, and this is Acts 11 verse 19 through to 21. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed travelled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus and Antioch. Now this doesn't sound good. And it wasn't, not for those people. They were afraid. They had to flee for their lives. This is a hard time for them. But listen to what they did. Because as we read on in Acts, it said, they went spreading the word, but only among the Jews. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus. That is what they were doing as they fled. Wherever they went, they took with them the good news of Jesus. And it gets better, because we read on. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks, also telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. You know, some of these places we're reading about, Cyrene, uh, that is what we know today as Libya. And in those days, it was one of the five most important Greek cities. Cyprus, we know about that. A lot of people are probably wanting to go on holiday there. And Antioch. Well, they were also places occupied then, mainly by Greeks, as was Phoenicia, which in modern days is Lebanon. And at the time, all non-Jewish places. So let's have another one of those meanwhile back at the ranch things and watch these things as they continue to gather in parallel with each other. Paul, amongst other things, has been in Syria, Cilicia. These are both Gentile countries. He's also been in Arabia. And he's been sharing the good news of Jesus because now he is no longer the one who has it in his heart to persecute Christians, but he's now taking the gospel to others. And let's go, meanwhile, back in Jerusalem, back to the passage we've just been reading as we read about the apostles hearing the news that the Gentiles are following Jesus and that they have become Christians. So Acts 11 verse 22. News of this reached the church in Jerusalem. And they sent Barnabas to Antioch. Ah, things are really coming together. And now we've been reintroduced to Barnabas. 
Barnabas the encourager. He's back with us. So as all these things are happening, it's little wonder that Paul, later on in his life, when he was writing his letters to the churches that he helped establish, he could write a letter and write these words. This letter was Romans 8 and verse 28. It's a verse we know very well. And this is what he said. And we know that all things, in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Get that. He knows that in all things, God is working. And he's working his purpose out. And he's working for the good. What led Paul to know this and then to write it? in order to encourage others. And why is it preserved in our Bibles today? Well, it's so that we can be encouraged as well. And he could do this because Paul, he saw it working in the lives of other people. He saw it working in his own life. And he saw it working especially in the lives of those who not only believed and trusted in Jesus, but those who in their lives suffered for the sake of Jesus, like those who we've just read about, who after or because of persecution had to flee for their own safety. But what did they do? They helped bring salvation to others. Paul witnessed this in others. He knew it in his own life. And he was encouraged to treat his times of hardship in the way that he had seen those who were being persecuted had lived their lives and continued to trust in Jesus. And so he can pass that information down to us today. That's great, isn't it? And I trust that you're staying with me on, on these short times that we can speak together and see how God is working in the lives of Paul even before he became that famous missionary in fact especially before he became that great and special missionary let's pray father we thank you for your word and we thank you that you can work in our lives too that we can be encouraged as we seek to walk in the way that you would have us walk and as we do that help us to encourage others and to acknowledge the fact that even when we don't understand the hard things that are happening to us there is still a purpose and let us continue to pray in these times that your will be done and we ask this in the name of jesus amen well um again god willing i hope to be back with you and we could look at a little bit more about this as we see things happening parallel with each other and all to the glory of god exactly as they do in the days in which we live. In the meantime, take care. God bless. Bye now.